0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir,
1: la belle Angie Taylor. You're looking good in your gray t-shirt.
0: Thank you. I put my uh, girls out tonight. Do you like that? You know, it's so hot outside (laughs) right now. (laughs) Okay,
1: just for the record, they are not out.
0: Okay. (laughs) It's so hot out, and I feel crazy for some reason wearing shorts because it's a business office, right? That's true. And I don't want to walk in all casual wearing shorts, so I'll wear jeans. And, I've never seen you in shorts come in here. That's true. I wear shorts all the time, but I feel weird for some yeah. reason having my legs out. I don't know why. But uh, we are all about love and dating and romance and all of it. We have our French romance expert, Simon Marcel, here.
1: And Humble Servant. And yes. we have Angie Taylor, the American Realist Women. Well, let me get real. Who, exactly.
0: Let me get real. Oh, are you going to get real? I have to tell you a story. No, what? You're going to love... I couldn't wait to come into work tonight and tell you this story because of what happened last night. <laughs> what you do now? With my husband, Jason, and I. The one and only. You know, my husband is so laid back, yeah. so sweet. Yeah. I-, I talk like a truck driver for a living most of the time. <laughs> I tell all of our stories. He knows everything about me. He's never jealous. That- that's ever. Right. That's true. My husband, we've been together... Over nine years, for the first time, got jealous last night. Why? So jealous that we had to leave where we were because he was mad at me. So you were,
1: tell me the story. So where were you and what happened?
0: Oh, I'm going to tell you the story. And I want to know, you know, from other people as well, what crazy things, little things, petty things, I think it's petty, makes You jealous of your partner or makes your partner jealous?
1: Because I know you are kind of a jealous person.
0: Uh, Oh, yes. Depends on how many glasses of wine I've had. So was enough? (laughs) Okay, let me tell you the story when we come back. And then I want to take calls to 855-905-8255. Jealousy. When we return (laughs) on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel. Angie Taylor.
1: Listen to me. Yes.
0: We're all about love, dating, romance.
1: That's usually true.
0: I am a married woman.
1: Yes. I've true. been with
0: my husband, Jason, who I love and adore uh-huh. for nine years. All true. This man has the backbone of a, a, a skyscraper. He's never been jealous. He I know. never loses his cool. He has the best poker face ever my husband last night i managed to tick him off so bad and he got jealous and he made us leave a, a, an event yeah. so let me tell you the story yeah there's a show i watch uh it's called power i don't know if you've ever seen the yeah, show yeah i know power yes okay, of course so power is on stars it. yeah, it's yeah. like my favorite show right i had the privilege in chicago to be able to go to the premiere because it doesn't start right. till like you next told me week that. yes right. so we go to the premiere there's two big stars on this show one is ghost one is tommy I have a big crush on Tommy, and my husband knows this. My husband how big of a crush, first? It's a it's a crush, Um, and my husband is obsessed with this show as well. And my husband has a best friend who looks like Ghost. So when my husband and his best friend go out, they call them Ghost and Tommy, because my husband (laughs) is like the scrappy white guy boxer, and his best friend is the smooth black guy Ghost. Okay, Tommy and Ghost. I have a crush on Tommy. Okay, we go to this premiere. Okay, it's in a movie theater and Tommy is there. So, what do you think I'm doing? I'm getting really excited. There's this after party after this premiere yeah. where we get to take pictures with the the stars that are here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm jacked. I look cute. <laughs> I got cuz I knew Tommy was going to be there. I even told my husband beforehand. I'm like, "You know Tommy's going to be there." And he's like, "Shut up, whatever." So <laughs> Paul, We go to the premiere. The lights are going down in the theater. We're all sitting there waiting to watch the premiere. Yeah. Out walks Tommy. And the theater is quiet because I don't think anybody expected him to walk out. He was going to introduce the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He walks out. Everybody's quiet. I go, Tommy. No, you did not. Yes, I did. And Tommy looks at me. His name is Joseph, but Tommy looks at me and goes, "Hey, baby." And I'm like, "I love you." What? My husband. You are nuts. First of all, we were with two friends of ours, (laughs) and they are cracking up because you know I'm being silly. I'm being me. I'm a big mouth. Whatever. I can't believe you said that. Though. I, I'm a bit I'm like Tommy. I like was so excited. I fangirled. I fangirled. I went a little geeked out. And so my husband starts watching the show with his arms crossed, and the entire episode was about Tommy being cool and Tommy being like <laughs> sexy and crazy and like you know killing people and like I don't know what he was. Doing. Anyway, I was so nervous the whole time. So the show was over. Yeah. Now it's time for the after party. And I'm like, I'm going to get my picture. I'm going to get my picture. And by the way, the woman in the movie, uh, the woman on the show is named Angela. So I'm like, I'm going to get my Tommy and Angela picture. Oh, okay. I'm Angela, right? So I'm thinking about it during the whole show how I'm going to get this picture. You're thinking about it. How I'm going to pose. Let's do like a mean pose. Let's be really Tommy and Angela. I'm thinking about all the social media likes I'm going to get. This is going to get retweeted everywhere. Oh my God, he's going to think I'm the coolest person ever. We're leaving. My husband says to his friends, "We're going." I said, "What? Oh, but there's the the parties right here, right upstairs. Let's just go upstairs, <laughs> like, get up." And my friends are like, "Don't you want to get a picture with?" Tom? I'm like, "Yes, yeah, so I want to." No, we are going. We had to leave. That is how mad he was. And so my husband has never in his life shown any kind of jealousy. So today he's very apologetic. Very apologetic. He's like, "I'm so sorry. That was ridiculous." Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm so upset I missed my photo op. I wasn't going to get with Tommy in real life. It's a, you know, it's, you know how you have celebrity crushes and I want to find out who yours is. Yeah. yeah. And if you're with them in real life and you're married, you're not going to go get with that person. They're not my husband. I love my husband, but I want to be a cute flirty girl. I want to have an eye exchange moment maybe for a second. Like, I I just want to know if I could, (laughs) that I could. You know what I mean? And he got so mad. He has never done that before. Ever. And he's watched men flirt with me right in front of his face and has never gotten that mad.
1: I need to know, once you left the place, what did you tell Jason?
0: Because he got a mouth. Okay. And
1: what happened? Because it feels like something
0: like you're not telling us. I'm telling you the whole thing, but let's talk more when we come back, okay? We have to take a break. I'm sorry that story took so long, but I had to paint this picture for you. Because you know me and you know my husband. I, I know that's why I try to understand. Shocked. Yeah, I'm shocked See? that Jason did okay, that. Okay, cool. So, so when we come back, we'll we'll yeah, talk, more let's about talk about, about it. it. I also want to get into jealousy with partners and everything. So let's talk about that when we come back on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie about to get divorced, Taylor. Next. <laughs> It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I told a story about how my husband got really mad at me last night. He got jealous for the first time ever. I can't believe it. That's why I need to understand the details of this. We saw a celebrity that I have a crush on. Huge crush on. Huge crush on. And I kind of made a spectacle of myself.
1: Yelling, yelling. I
0: was fangirling, okay? I was fangirling. And he made us leave. And he's never done that before. So I, I'm,
1: I'm trying. So exactly. So if you resume the scene, you had the movie, this, that, the guy goes by, you yell, I love you. And all yes, this. yes. Okay, which is embarrassing.
0: I'm like a 12-year-old girl.
1: But did anything happen before? Is there something missing, Angie?
0: You think there's something missing? That, why he got so mad? Yeah,
1: I think you're not telling us. There's something Cyan, missing. Listen,
0: I don't do anything okay. wrong. Oh, really? I,
2: I have to interrupt here. I'm uh, sorry. He's still a producer. Yeah. Because I had this story. She told me off-air this story. And there was when a I came detail. in, I couldn't wait to tell
0: Jill, or uh, producer. There was
2: a little detail okay. that you might have left out.
3: Thank
0: you for uh-huh. busting thank me out, Jill, yeah, by the way. Thank you, Jill. I know there's something now missing. Now accepting applications at the rendezvous <laughs> for a new producer. <laughs> Jill, yes. So when I was getting ready, I made sure I looked extra cute. And I also said to my husband, would you have a threesome with me and Tommy? Oh, wait. Oh! <laughs> Is that bad? Angie? I just wanted to know, just in case is that bad? we had a moment. What is that bad? Oh, is that bad? Oh, please! You're gonna see the guy. Who's in your celebrity real... crush? Who's your Christy Tarlington? Okay, if you were with your wife and yeah. you met Christy Tarlington,
1: I would never say what you just said, even for joke. I would I, never I know say you we're I know gonna, you gonna, gonna know see wouldn't. Christy. Are we gonna have a menage a trois? You're, you're amazing. What a provocation!
3: <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Angie, you are a provocateur.
0: I'm a provocateur.
3: You
1: are?
0: Yes, I am agent provocateur. You're the agent provocateur. I am. You
1: definitely are. Now we understand, and I understand Jason so much better. I get it. He's right, but he's not really.
0: We're taking calls on this, okay? Because I want to hear about what you're jealous of in your relationship or what your significant other is jealous of. 855-905-8255. I'm wearing a scarlet letter. When we return on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel. Angie Taylor. You're looking at me differently right now. Kind of. Now that I know what happened last night... Well, I don't like this judgment face no, I on mean, you.
1: Now that we know the background of the story of why Jason went, you know, had to leave My husband a had a fit, a
0: fit of jealousy for the first time uh, in our nine years, but I provoked.
1: I would like to say you are the agent provocateur. I know. And you I provoked know, this I poor know. Jason.
0: Well, I want to know... You owe him
1: and you miss bringing him old gift.
0: Thank you. Are you, you going to make me feel bad now, too? I, I,
1: really? Okay. I think, yeah.
0: Well, I'll take care of him later. I'll, Let's go to... Go uh, if you missed the conversation, go to side. Simon and com, but also let's take some calls right now. 855 905 8255. Simon on the phone. Say yes. hello to Farah. Ah, bonjour, Farah. Listening in Des Moines, Iowa, now 105.1. Hey, Farah.
2: Good evening. Good bon evening.
0: Jour. Do you have any stories about jealousy you would like to share? Maybe you can make me feel better. Maybe you will make me feel worse, <laughs> but let's hear it.
2: <laughs> well, I don't know how you're going to feel, but I do have a, um, a what I think is an interesting story about some jealousy. So, I okay. like to road bike, and my husband prefers mountain biking. Okay. So, uh-huh. so I tend to go out with the group um, when I go road biking, and most of the time, most of the group is comprised of guys. hmm um, mm-hmm. So, I call them my biking boys, you know.
3: <laughs> oh, and, okay. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. <laughs> And sometimes it does bother my husband. But here's the thing Have you ever been road biking with a bunch of men? They're, they're, it's such the biggest turnoff. They're either adjusting themselves or they're spitting or they're shooting snot rockets. They are Damn. like so not attractive, okay?
3: Okay. To
2: to so okay, I'll well listen,
0: listen. Listen, listen, Farah, I want to hear why he got mad about this whole situation because I am a triathlete, so I do road bike yeah, you do that, with yeah. uh, you with do men. So yes. You know. So yeah, I know. Are
2: you are you ever turned on when you see guys doing Never, all those never a in a
0: million years. Never, but I want to hear you. I want to hear the rest of the story. Let's hold on for one second. When we come back, I want to hear the rest of Farah and why her husband was mad. Yes,
1: me too. Yes,
0: okay. when we when we come back on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're back talking about jealousy yes. in your relationship. <laughs> I made my husband jealous. I probably provoked it. Big time. Simon, you're making me feel very Angie, bad.
1: Angie, you need to bring him a gift.
0: I agree. We'll talk about what I should do later. Um, but let's go to the phones, because I want to know what makes you jealous or what makes your significant other jealous in your relationship. And we were talking to Farah. Let's bring Farah back from Des Moines, Iowa. She rides Bikes, bicycles, Mm -hmm. she's a road biker, her husband is a mountain biker, Mm -hmm. it's very different. And you ride with all men, yes, Farah? And you're trying to explain to your husband, This is not a sexy thing. I'm just riding for sport mm-hmm. and Correct. go from there.
2: Yeah, okay. So yeah, that's the deal and we go for training rides and as as you know, training rides can go long sometimes, you know. Long. You in a, Hours in a good groove. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're with mm-hmm. a group and you're energized and, and you're feeding off everybody's energy. So so I will do this and then um I know sometimes it bothers him and I and I think it's I I would like to think I'm I'm pretty sure that he's more jealous of time that we could be doing things together. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. He's like you're hanging out for three,
0: four hours a day with a bunch of men on a bike, being athletic and sexy. He thinks Mm -hmm. it's sexy, but we know it's not. But it it could be time with (laughs) us walking around, you know, Bed Bath and Beyond, holding hands. But that's not what's happening. So he's mad about that. What was the fight? Tell me. Tell us about the fight.
2: Well, it, uh, there were. usually, I will say usually, I try to put time with him ahead of, you know, training mm-hmm. rides. I do, mm-hmm. and I do go mountain biking with him. I don't prefer it, but I do it, you know. And so this one time, it was sort of a push comes to shove type thing. I really needed to go on this training ride because I was training for an event, and I needed to get miles in. I hadn't done many miles that week, so I said, you know what, I I just have to do this. So I in effect, chose the road biking and the group and all over, you know, time spent. So that was the the big thing. So
0: you chose your workout over him. Does he Mm -hmm. know that when you're an athlete, especially in cycling, it's a very long sport. It's kind of like men who golf all the time. Sometimes it's Mm -hmm. for fluff and for hanging out, but golf days are all-day days. And especially if you're trying to, you know, if you're doing something for an athletic reason, if you're doing it for sport, I would think sometimes that. You know, I would hope that our men or our women would be like, wow, you're working out. That's so great. You're staying fit. You know, you know, so many people have a problem when when we let ourselves go, so to speak. And (laughs) at least, you know, Farah's over here trying to work out and the man's all jealous. Simon, do you understand how her husband would be jealous?
1: (laughs) Farah, can I ask you this? I mean, as a guy, I'm listening to you. I'm thinking, you know, I, I get it. It seems so obvious that it's not a reason to be upset. Do you think there is something else?
0: He's insecure. Yeah. He is insecure because it's not his sport. It's not his thing. And 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 it's foreign to him. And if you listen
1: to, to, because I was listening to you, you had a giggle talking about the other guys you bicycle with. Yeah. And that giggle and a smile, right? It's not her fault. It's not
0: her fault. I
1: picked up on that.
2: No. Farah.
0: No.
1: Farah. was I right? No,
2: there really is. I am really not attracted in any other way except to bike with my bike right. buddies.
0: Right, and, you know, and and what really
2: what the
0: where you. the jealousy comes from, Simon? And I yeah. know you can understand it. Is the unknown? He this is not his thing. He doesn't know mm-hmm. these people. It's kind of like if you're, let's say, Simon, you're having uh, business lunches every day with four women that you work with, Okay, I would be like, well, who are these women? What do they look like? What are you guys talking about? Like, I don't know anything about this. It's the unknown. But okay. if I met all these women... And saw that they were blowing snot and and doing things that guys (laughs) adjusting themselves like things on that guys do on bikes i wouldn't be jealous anymore it's the unknown i think that makes people very it's the unknown if you're
1: insecure that means that maybe farah's husband is insecure about other things because i really feel if you're secure you don't care i i personally couldn't care less
0: i agree do farah do you think your man was a little insecure maybe because he just isn't familiar or whatever the reason um
2: unknown i think yeah a lot of merit i like that argument i I think you may be right um he's not usually insecure at all he's a very of course matter of fact when you were talking about your husband it it reminded me of of what my husband was. so even if your man
0: is never typically insecure if it's something that you're so into that he's not a part of it's like well why is this so attractive to her all day And instead of hanging out with me, when he doesn't understand, hey, this is just exercise. I understand there's guys everywhere, but it's just exercise. Can you hold on one second? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, Farrah, uh, Farrah, I love this call so much. And and Simon, I know you have questions. Yeah, I do. I want to talk more about this jealousy thing. And where does it really come from? Because I think we're digging in now. Yeah, we are. So let's go to where this jealousy is coming from when we return on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about jealousy in the relationship. We have on the line Farah from Des Moines, Iowa, who is talking about how her husband got jealous of her cycling team. It's mm-hmm. all men and one woman, and it's a long day. Simon, I know you had a question for Yeah,
1: because, yeah, you know, I'm not at all a jealous person at all. And I want to ask you about your husband. You said he's getting jealous when you do those bike rides with those other dudes, even though, like you said, you're not attractive, attracted, excuse me. To
0: them. To uh-huh. them.
1: and. them. You know, <laughs> So here's my question, do you think that's only when you do this that is insecure or is there something else another activity something else and you can tell us that the same reaction happens?
2: Um I can't think of any other time when he has gotten like that and I okay. and I think it's more the time spent away. Yes. You know? but, but I and I and I know he gets, you know, the time commitment and and he is very supportive and you know, he'll come to my events and we do a lot of fundraising things and so but I think this one time was maybe oh you know you chose them and, and yeah. yeah yeah I get, I get you he did a and, long workout but still he feels left and, and I
0: think and I think also yeah. in his mind he's probably going oh my gosh Farah is out here cycling with Lance Armstrong and the Lance Lance <laughs> twins. All day, every day. What is she doing? Are they pulling off in the woods and having ooh la? la Or are they actually (laughs) cycling? Like your mind starts to wonder when you get jealous. In his mind, you are cycling with Tour de France. You are like in there with like the hottest, sweatiest guys on a bike. He doesn't picture. He knew
2: really the reality. Exactly. I think (laughs) that's (laughs) Tour de France.
0: That's where it comes from. It's the unfamiliarity and it's the time span gone, and it's that can feed a lot of insecurity. So.
1: Yeah, the fear of the unknown. It's the fear of the unknown. It okay. really is.
0: We can talk more about this, Simon, because I feel like you want to go somewhere. But thank you so much yeah. for calling Farah.
1: Yes, Farah. Thank, thank you so much. much. Great that, story.
0: Great story. Yeah. And you you touched us off onto another subject about the insecurity. So let's go there when we come back. Thank you, Farah, In mm-hmm. Des Moines, thank keep you. listening to The Rendezvous. I will. And have, fu- have fun you. on the road, girl. Yes, be safe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We started a big conversation <laughs> about jealousy. It started with me, went to a caller. And, Simon, you're you're finding a common thread here.
1: If you haven't heard, Angie was talking earlier. There was a crisis last night. They went to a premiere with her husband. And uh, getting ready, and the old start there, Angie goes, ooh, la la. this I hot, love this
0: actor. And
1: maybe we could do ménage à trois as yeah. a joke.
0: As a joke. But
1: that joke...
0: It's later on
1: stuck to your husband. Uh-huh. So when you think of jealousy, mm-hmm. it always comes back to the partner feels, in your case, heard, even for joke, a desire for another person. Right. That's where every jealousy comes from. That it might be the biker, it might be the actor, it might be for me. Like at the end is an expression said or unsaid about desiring somebody else than your mate. It's, that provokes jealousy.
0: And that's the insecurity. That, well, of course, Wait, if you and, hear
1: this, Angie. And this.
0: This is what was so shocking to me, Simon, because I feel like my husband knows I could have that person's. Entire everything in my face, and I wouldn't touch it. Like Wait a I feel minute. like he knows but that about you, me. But, 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 but you, I was joking. But, yeah, but and I feel like you he,
1: provoked him. I did. So I'm mm. on Jason's side. I'm sorry, Simon. No, you're it.
0: right. I, there's a part of me I'm that's been. I'm a guy. Been, listen, there's a part of me as well that's been. It's nine years you don't get jealous about anything. And the fact that he showed some jealousy, I was like, oh
1: you needed maybe oh, you wanted- really
0: think that this is a possibility? I was like, oh, you think I could get with this actor. Oh you think I could leave <sighs> Oh you think this it's very unhealthy the way I was thinking. But it was interesting to me in a way.
1: I feel you manipulated his feelings to get this reaction of attention I did. for you, and it's it's like you used him for this oh. attention.
0: Why the therapy, Simon? Why are you always right? I, <laughs> Why are you always? Because right? I'm a guy.
1: No, I don't know. But I I just listened to your it, story It made him insecure oh, because okay. I made him that way. Absolutely, and I did that you, you, on purpose. You're on purpose.
0: On purpose. I did. You opened... I wanted to rile him up, Simon, as usual. So next time, the <laughs> voice you. of reason. Well, thank you. See, I'm the one that like, going off the rails, you, and you're the one raining me. This- back uh, yeah I'm gonna change the subject when we come back yes. because I feel like horrible no, we're gonna about make myself, you feel good so.
1: again let's, bring right. back let's love.
0: change it to something and make fun of Simon when we return <laughs> on the rendezvous welcome back to the rendezvous with Simon and Angie talking love and dating and relationships and mm-hmm. we're gonna get off my relationship and my drama <laughs> yeah. Simon you were a good therapist today <laughs> So let's talk about you. Just a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> Simon, you are yes. single. Mm-hmm. You are not in your 20s anymore. I'm in my late 40s. You're in your late 40s. You're very honest. I like that. Yes. Um, I'm 48. I want to talk about this article I read okay. about May-December relationships. I know you're French. This might not mm-hmm. be a term in France. Do you I know? don't know. Okay, what does so that mean? May Dece- and I don't think the younger generation would know either. May-December relationships, it's either... Older man, younger woman, or vice versa. Okay. Okay? Okay. So, and they say that because there's a generation gap. Like, there's a gap, right? And sometimes it's very successful. Sometimes it's not a good thing. But I found this article about relationships, about why they're a good thing for you, these May, December, or these generation gap, or younger, older relationships. Do you tend to date, Simon, uh, women your age, or older, or younger? Do you have a preference?
1: Um. I have only dated in the last five years younger. Uh, no, no, yeah, but um, everybody in their forties.
0: In their forties. So yeah, it's the hard, last. But don't you think they... it's hard to find women your age that are single? No, in their. No, 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 no. Uh,
1: no, I, I like women uh in the ten years uh, range. So I'm. Ten 48, years up or so, down. Yeah, for me, thirty-eight to forty to fifty.
0: Would you date you? But you wouldn't date fifty-eight. No. Because. Because
1: I have no erotic. Attraction to a 58-year-old Okay, and woman. that's
0: a very honest answer. And I totally... It's the same reason I wouldn't date a man that's 70 right. or, you know, like... It's just, uh,
1: so So maybe it's exceptional, you're physically... but it just you have to... Because men are visual, first of all. So first your eyes see creates the erotic impulse to, mm-hmm. get, in, to get attraction. Mm-hmm. Without that, you just have a great friendship. But, so no.
0: I want people to understand that and that it's not a bad thing. Because I think a lot of times people are like, oh, you discriminate. Listen... When we first meet people, okay, it doesn't matter. I, I could have a, a, a mental connection with an 80-year-old. Am I physically attracted? No. I could have a mental connection with a 12-year-old. I hope I'm not physically attracted. That would be bad. So preference is preference, right? A, 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 a physical preference is not a, a, an affront to anybody else. It doesn't mean that you're not good enough. It means that for me... This is what I'm attracted to. When it comes to relationships, that's a very vital thing.
1: And another thing that I've learned, because before that I dated for two years, a much younger woman in her 20s. So I was early 40s and and I think she was 24. And it lasted two years. Mm -hmm. It was extraordinary two years. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't give her what she wanted. And we knew that from the first dinner. Mm -hmm. And we knew that when she left me. Right. But we're still great friends. And now she's married. And she just texted me even yesterday. How are you and all this? When there is no uh, lies, when there is no unspoken on the first date. Yes. It's, you know, it's a great beginning. It's a great end.
0: It, right. I agree so, with that. I agree. So and, I don't discriminate against age difference. And that is a good thing because I feel like so many people are doing online dating where you put in this Age gap, you know, or this, you know, you have a what is it like a tally like you want this age to this age and your categories of everything. I want blue eyes. I want brown hair. I want six feet tall. And you're missing out on some people maybe sometimes that could be great for you. And this is kind of what this article is about. And it's 10 reasons why this is a good thing. If there's maybe sometimes uh, an age gap, a generation gap. Number one, what you just said, less drama. Right?
1: Oh, yes.
0: When you start out together coming from the same life circumstances, you go through the same life stages together, almost like uh, heading out to the great unknown. But the stress of trying to mature together can sometimes be too much. But when you're in this generation gap yes. relationship, one of the individuals has the advantage of already have gone through these things, mm-hmm. maybe can help guide you mm-hmm. or tell you about their perspective, help you navigate things, right? Absolutely. And that's what you're saying.
1: And I also want to say my parents have been together for 52 years and they have almost 17 years of difference. Mm. So my mom has always said to me, you don't judge by the age. You, you judge by the integrity, by everything else. So you find love where you find love and then it's wonderful.
0: OK, I, I totally agree with that. That's and, my philosophy. And I love that because I, th- I feel like people put too many categories and too many too many, stipul- walls. Too many lists of things you need and you forget what it's really about. Absolutely. Let's talk more about the the age gap because there's so many people that have this going on in their relationship. Does it work for you? Does it not? 855-905-8255. I want to list off a couple more yeah. and then I want to take some calls on this when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about dating somebody significantly older or younger than mm-hmm. you. We're taking calls, 855-905-8255. Simon, let's go to the phones. Uh, Charleston, South Carolina, listening on Y102.5. Here's Elijah. Hey, Elijah. Hey,
1: Elijah.
3: Hello, how's it going? Doing very good. good. Uh, yeah, I was very interested in listening. And, um, actually, I was in the situation with an older woman. I dated this woman for uh, about a year and a half, and she's 12 years older than me. Wow, mm-hmm.
0: what okay. was the attraction yeah.
3: for you? Yeah, I was 25 and she was 37. So. So, you know, I didn't I didn't really see anything wrong with it. You know, Um, the reason that the relationship ended, I think it was because she was at a point where, you know, she only had so many years to to have children, Mm. you know, and she was kind of at the end of those years. And if it was either like this now or never kind of thing and and being a 25 year old at the time, I didn't really I wasn't in that space. So I couldn't, like what you were talking about, about being in the same life stages as someone else. Do you I, think, I, I...
0: Elijah, do you think that if she was of the mindset, I never want to have kids, that your relationship together would have lasted longer because that was the sticking point?
3: Well, actually, no. But I, I got to share a quick story with you. Um, we first started dating in uh, December, and uh, she asked me about my New Year's resolutions. And I said, oh, I want to go and get in shape. You know, how about you? She was yeah, the same. I want to get in shape, eat healthier, get engaged. I want to do go to. My... I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Was one of get your New engaged. Year's resolutions to get engaged
0: yeah and like,
3: well yeah no like, listen I hope it's not to me like it's gonna take me more than a year to come around to a decision like that she said no, if that's fine. if
0: that's one of her goals then you kind of <laughs> knew where you were I mean it's like she has an agenda yes
3: yeah Yeah. she definitely yeah. had an agenda and I just I was like look I'm gonna be frank with you like I'm not at that point in my life and she was like look I'm, I'm patient waiting and she was uh... underline the entire year and a half that we are dating I kind of felt this pressure look it's been one year I'm nowhere closer to wanting to marry this woman. You know, I'm having a great time, but I'm just not there.
1: But I love the fact you were both honest. Yes. She said she wanted to get engaged. She right. said not with me. Oh. Simon,
0: I want to talk to you about that, about the kid factor. And, Elijah, thank yes. you so much for our call. That leads oh, me into you. Simon as well, who yep. is older. And I know, Simon, you date younger women sometimes. I want to know if that comes into play for you. Uh, let's
1: talk about that. So
0: thanks so much. We appreciate you listening in South Carolina. Thanks for hanging out with the Rendezvous. Thank you. More when we come back. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about May December romances, meaning, you know, those romances that are older man, younger woman, or vice versa. Simon, we just had Elijah on the phone who was saying that he was dating an older woman mm-hmm. who had ambitions of having a kid. He was only in his 20s, very, very young. I want to know why you specifically, Simon, stopped dating younger women because you're in your later 40s.
1: Yeah, I'm 48,
0: and you have dated younger women, I but have. I feel like you're frustrated with that.
1: I don't. It's. It's. I would say it's just. I realize that um, among adults, that there is a major difference is that I don't have much to offer to somebody under 30. Uh, yes, I don't you do. The... No, Angie, you don't I...
0: have something to offer of someone that wants children. Maybe yes. because you don't want, want that, children. but you have everything else. Everything so don't else. say you don't have a lot well, to
1: offer. But I mean, if you think of it, the question of the children mm-hmm. is the number one question in a woman's life. Mm-hmm. And if she wants some, it's a deal breaker. Right. And now, if the woman already has children, I love that. I've always loved dating. A single mom, divorcee and all that. My it's,
0: husband loved that about me. Yeah, he loved that I, I was a single him. mom. And
1: what a beautiful single mom. So, Oh, you're so sweet. So it's true. So I, I personally now also the lifestyle. That's why, honestly, I have a lifestyle of somebody in his 40s. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, we do radio, I play ping pong, we're very active. But at the end, I don't go to clubs. I don't want to go dancing. You want to wanna...
0: relax and enjoy life. Exactly. You have different interests. And
1: I think that it would take somebody very special, very special psychologically, to be honest, to be happy with me in a lifestyle that is of my age,
0: you know, when you've gone on these dates, or when you do go on dates yes. still because you're single, yes. I want to know when that comes up because you go on first dates. Yes, you're trying to find the oh, love of your life. We're going to find. We're going to find you the love of your life. That's the goal of of the rendezvous. If I'm not. Finding you the love of your life by the end of this year. I have not done my job. Fingers crossed. But I want to know when that comes up.
1: I have a story for you.
0: Because it's a deal breaker for you. So I need to know, is that something you bring up right away? Do you wait a little bit? Do you figure out if you like someone? And then, yes.
1: I have a story and you are part of it. Perfect. You're going to be surprised by that story.
0: Perfection. I can't wait to hear the (laughs) story. Yeah. All right. When we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So, Simon, mm-hmm. we're all about love, dating, romance. Right now, we're talking about an age gap when yes. you're dating, and it happens a lot. Simon, you're 48. I am. You're very open about it. I love that. I'm 43. But you're talking about the fact that you're single. I am, too. And yes. you have this vibrant, fun life. Mm-hmm. And you date sometimes younger women. And you've found it frustrating.
1: I find it frustrating because it doesn't work very well So for why me. hasn't it worked? So I'll give you this story, Angie, and you shall remember it. So um, you set me up with that wonderful, wonderful woman. Yes, I, I did set you up of, when we first Sarah.
0: started working together. Right? Yes, yes. Wonderful. Beautiful girl.
1: Absolutely. A lovely woman. We go, and she's in late 20s. I I'm in, for, I was 40, 48. We went to dinner, okay? And during the dinner, during the dinner, the first dinner, I know I don't want kids. Right. right. She she has no kids of her own.
0: So and you're adamant about it. It's a deal breaker. It's a deal breaker. Yes.
1: So now she was very attractive. Mm-hmm. Years ago, I would have not said like I did. Because,
0: because you would have been I, blinded by the, beauty. the idea of the ooh Yes. You would have been like, I, I'll just I, hang you out know with what? this I'll as, as well. I say the word maybe. Okay.
1: But there is no maybe. Right in my mind, I'm not having any kids. So, during the dinner, as everything is going well, she didn't ask me. I I said, "Listen, I I don't want to blindside you or anything." I said, "I don't want any kids." Mm-hmm. I, my, right, and you were and honest. She, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what
0: date was this, by the way? First, not the first. Date. No, it was no, it was second or third. No, no, second. Okay, because it comes up naturally because in it conversation. Was second date.
1: But but I brought it up because we had this first date. The next day we go to lunch. Right. I didn't want to go on a third date and then start the, the ooh la and the kissing and all this without right. her knowing.
0: Where you stand. That
1: she, and Yes. so And after that, actually, I never saw because her again. Because
0: you know that when, once women get this because I mean, physical connection, then their, their love comes yes. in. And now we have a big problem.
1: And we have a big problem. And I have made those mistakes in the past. Right. I have used the word maybe. You've
0: thought with downstairs instead I of upstairs. I can't yeah. lie to you. And I've done it in <laughs> my life. La- hey, we all have. Women but, do too.
1: Right. But I've, I think I've done it over and over. Maybe, maybe. Okay. So now, even though I stayed single because of that, and I didn't go out with her and all that, and then I met somebody else later on. But I just feel that if you do not lie on the first or second date or bad the key things, right? Right. Kids or no kids is a deal breaker. Right. Us men who find you attractive, we will be saying anything and what is more exciting for women, if a man, she kind of like say, "Yeah, I would love to have kids or maybe or this, you know, it's on. I know it's on. Right. I don't do this anymore.
0: So now you're being honest.
1: So now I date most. Yeah. And yeah. so and I realized. For- I
0: think that's refreshing because I feel like so many people go on these dates, Simon, and. They say what they think the other person wants to hear instead of what they really feel. And then you are a few, five dates, 10, 20, even a couple months in, and all of a sudden you flip the script and the person is blindsided like, whoa, Uh, this is not who I thought you were.
1: Exactly. And and, and I've been blamed for that because I played the maybe card. Right. I don't play it anymore. We've all done that. We've all done that. I know, but I think I've I've used and abused the maybe word.
0: I've, (laughs) I've dated guys that were aesthetically beautiful even though they were as dumb as a dish rag, <laughs> thinking, oh, this will be okay, just because I'm thinking with yeah. a different part of my body. And then a month in, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? And it all blows up. It's so, it's no different. Just be honest about what you want, who you are. Absolutely. And I'm looking for my other half. I'm
1: not kidding. We, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. And so once you're looking for it to work, right. you try to put at least the basis of when both of us on the same page.
0: You're dating for... Your life. You're not dating for sport no, anymore. That sport is There's over. I've lost
1: that. I've lost that game.
0: Dating for sport gets very old it, after a while.
1: This, you always lose that sport. You no, lose b- that sport. I've lost that game.
0: You want the trophy now?
1: No, no, I don't want a trophy. No, not, <clears> not
0: <throat> a trophy wife. But you want that. You want the reward for dating. You it, want the. It, you want the wife. W- you want the love. You I, want I, the life.
1: I would like to be loved, and I would like to love. Oh. An adult woman. And you will. And, and you so, will. so you know, fingers crossed. But that's true. So for that, be honest from day one. And if you don't, li- and if you don't like what you hear, it's okay to say no.
0: And uh, my husband told me a great thing when we first started dating. He said, "I'm going to give you all of my ugly right out the front. Everything I feel, everything I am. If you love me still, then we're good. If you don't, at least you know who I am, and I wasn't it's, it's, lying. And you can't hold anything against me. And that's I told you who I was. This is who I am." And I think that's so refreshing. It is in this day and age of hiding behind a computer and an app, and all these dating things and a fake picture and and uh, catfishing. It's it's so great, Simon. Angie. So please keep doing you.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you. The truth is the the uh, concrete of a relationship. It really is. Huh? It's,
0: it's the foundation. You're so right.
1: Yeah. So that's how you started. But I'm still single and still looking.
0: And we will find. The love of your life. Thank you, Angie. That is coming up. And more of The (laughs) Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. Tonight with Simon and Angie. Simon, I was very honest today.
1: Very honest. And And That's all the time.
0: I have to say, I I had this moment at the beginning of the show. If you missed it, please listen back. This was a great show, simonandangie.com. You can hear back if you missed. We talked about jealousy. Mm Mm-hmm. And I started the show saying my husband was so jealous and I was just being funny. And then I realized that I was poking at my husband mm-hmm. and making him jealous on purpose. And I realized that because of you, Simon. So thank you for that. Most you're welcome. so good at giving me these light bulb moments and giving our audience these light bulb moments in their relationships. Thank you. When I think I know everything, here comes Simon. <laughs> no. And he's like, no, you're being a ding dong. Okay. So we talked about jealousy. You did. Yeah. And then we also talked about May December romances, meaning. The large age gap sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it happens a lot, especially older men, younger women. And you had a great Simon Says tonight in that because we were talking about being real on what you want with these age gap relationships. Absolutely.
1: Exactly. What you can expect and what you can build. And I said uh, when it comes to build a relationship, the truth is the foundation of a good relationship. The truth is. You cannot build anything solid and healthy on half the truth or even a quarter. No, it's going to be 100% honest. The sand good, castles the don't the last. Ugly.
0: You can kick them down. True. Even though it's a castle, it's made of sand. You need to build on a solid foundation.
1: Absolutely. So I've learned that the hard truth. way.
0: Truth, communication. It's all a part of the equation. Thank you so much, Simon. Well, thank
1: you, Angie. Great th- show tonight again. Thank
0: you. And thank you for listening to us. Like I said, if you missed, go to simonandangie.com. Also, check out Simon on the FYI channel for In Bed with Simon. Yes,
1: please. Go um, check it out. So many fun episodes.
0: Episodes are all love, relationships, dating like we talk about tonight. <laughs> so, until tomorrow, with the rendezvous, thank you for listening. Bon nuit, Angie. Bon
3: nuit.